Hello there. Welcome to Everpals. Good morning, Vietnam. No, that's the wrong one. We might be in Vietnam. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're like, it's, it's really interesting. Um, that's funny. Like you can see on um, on our hosting site, like what countries have been listening to the podcast. And I don't think we've made it to Vietnam yet, but hey, maybe eventually we will. I would love Vietnam listeners to start listening to us. Yeah. I've never met anybody that played EverQuest from Vietnam. A couple of countries, though. Yeah, yeah. It'd be very interesting to see. So if you're from Vietnam, say hi. Say hi. Um, yeah, so we were um, we were just trying to get some experience in uh, a AUG drop <laughs> yeah. in uh, the Loping Plains, one of the mm -hmm. uh, uh, expansion zones that we're in right now, and... Um, we got a message. We got a message that the the zone is going to be shutting down in five minutes. Um, so they're having like rolling uh, zone resets. We found out, and we were like, I was in the middle of a lesson burn, and they were like, Well, do you want to log out? And it's like, Hey, let's record a podcast. So here we are. Hey, um, well, since you mentioned it, uh, you want to describe for some of our maybe uh, new listeners or people that aren't to our expansion yet what a lesson burn is. Sure. So I'm trying to remember which expansion this gets enabled. And it's um, prophecies. Prophecy or row. Um, so what you can do is once per day or once per every day, I think it's 20 hours specifically, you can uh, use this ability and everyone is granted this ability that will increase, um, well, like, well, does it double your experience or is it 50% experience boost? I think it's double. I think it's double uh, for 30 minutes. And so... A lot of people will try to log in every day and get a group together to do what's called a lesson burn. Um, and then during that time, usually coordinate with your group. You want to make sure, hey, everybody's going to be around for 30 minutes. We're good. Uh, and then you kind of like sync up and you do like a hyper-focused uh, slaughtering of all the mobs around for 30 minutes, don't you think? Yeah, you're just uh, the the goal is to kill as many things in 30 minutes as possible, so you maximize the amount of experience you're getting, um, and obviously at at double experience, your AAs and your XP kind of like flies right through. Um, yes. So with this current expansion, which we are in Secrets of Fate War currently, um, I can get around 12 to 15 AAs in a good group uh, during a lesson burn. Which is you know one or two like uh, buys in a certain AA that you want, right? Um, and then I wanted to mention too, some what some people do is, um, like say they can't do a lesson burn uh, Monday night, oh, so I know what you're about. <laughs> they'll go to like the POK or the Guild Hall where your buffs don't decrease. Yeah, the the timer is stopped. Uh, and in those zones. Mm. they'll ca they'll cast lesson, and then they will. Um, you know, get on on Tuesday night, your lesson has replenished. You already have lesson on your bar, and then you can cast lesson again um, after your lesson has already burned up. So you can do it in like a whole hour. You can do an of hour burning. burn session. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I, I haven't done that. I, I should probably do that because there's a lot of nights where I know I'm not going to play, but um, I'm not. You, you just have to coordinate like. Right. Before you get to the zone, like, all right, well, as soon as we zone in, let's start killing. So, right, that's a I've, I've heard of that trick before. I wasn't thinking about it, but yeah, I've heard of that trick before. That's a that's a rippy trick. It's a, a rippy trick, yeah, okay, yeah. 
he likes talking about that stuff. Yeah, However, so, you can finagle the the game to make it work in your favor, I guess. Right? Yeah, he always he min maxes. He does that in Dungeons and Dragons too, where you min maxing and uh, like really trying to get the most out of everything. I think there, you know, there are some people that like to do that, but like there are also some people that are like, eh, it's fine. Uh, I'm good with just uh, you know walking through and not really min maxing. Hey, speaking of Dungeons and Dragons, uh, yeah. I was going to bring this up to you in private, but uh, now's a better time than ever. Um, let's, let's talk about it in front of everybody. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was going to ask you. I know we do like obviously an EverQuest podcast, but I'd love to do like a one off and talk like some nerd stuff. You know, like uh, nerd movies, nerd books, uh, nerd uh, board games, um, like Dungeons and Dragons and stuff. You okay. know, because I mean, you and I talk a lot, but what if I just said to me like, "No, fuck off, I don't want to do that." I don't think you would say that, though. <laughs> Maybe no, no. If probably, you don't yeah. think it's a good idea, but uh, yeah. you know, I because obviously you've been playing Dungeons and Dragons far longer than I have. We've never not really, really had a chance. Not as much to... as you think, like, so I started playing Dungeons and Dragons uh, maybe a year before the pandemic. So what's that, like twenty? like early 2019 or something like that. So only okay. about a year longer than you have. Okay. Yeah. So um, I just feel like you uh, <clears throat> can like, you know, add to the knowledge. We don't really ever talk like, um, you know, in depth about this stuff. We just get on and start D and D'ing and, you know, we bullshit during the D and D campaigns, but I feel sure. like you can add, add some of the stuff. Plus you're a little bit older than me. I think you've seen like some more um, nerdy movies than maybe I have. And probably. Uh, you got some stuff to, to add to that, but I also have some cool nerdy stuff that I could probably zig in and get you uh, to like as well. So, yeah, we can do that. Um, sure. We can make on the discord we can make like another channel where we can start talking about those kind of things. And, you know, people can give us ideas of what, you know, maybe they want a certain topic covered in that and we can, we can look into it. But cool. yeah, I, I would like to talk about um, D and D stuff. We, we uh, do a lot of things that we both like together. So obviously right. like we do EverQuest, but I think it'd be nice just to, uh, you know, sit there and chat about, you know, Dungeons and Dragons or something else that we both do together, you know? Yeah, I want to I want to save it for the podcast for the D and D or like I said, nerdy game podcast. But I did play a um, a role playing game, a dice game that was Marvel um, centered instead of like the Dungeons and Dragons world. It was centered mm -hmm. around Marvel. It's like hmm. superhero stuff. It was pretty cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and we've also talked about just to bring the two together. I know the information's out there to make like an EverQuest themed uh, Dungeons and Dragons game. Which you I, told me you wanted to, to DM your own kind of EQ campaign. Well, I was going to DM my own uh, D&D campaign and theme it myself a little bit after uh, a famous EverQuest zone. and um, But it wouldn't be like EverQuest characters in the game. It'd just be like um, the theme of the zone and the layout of the zone would be EverQuest themed. But, you know, you can think about even... It'd be pretty simple. You can even make like raid zones, um, like Sleeper's Tomb, and that you have to start at the beginning and, and go down and dungeon crawl, and you can have all the mobs that are in Sleeper's Tomb, and you know just kind of get the stats right for them. Not that I would want to take a group of five people into Sleeper's Tomb, but um, it would be pretty easy to do, I think. 
Um, well, didn't you just tell me while we were playing that you did want to take a, our group of five to Sleeper's Tomb? Well, that's <laughs> now that we're in <laughs> Secrets of Fate were expansion. But if we were in uh, uh, Velius expansion, you're not going to uh, Sleeper's Tomb with five people. No, I don't. I don't Even where people that. are now on Mischief currently in uh, Luckland, the Shadows of Luckland, you're not going to Sleeper's Tomb with five people. No, especially not with mitigation of the mighty rolling still. Now, you have more experience in this. When you were in uh, Luckland, did did Pal still raid um, in Sleeper's Tomb, or when did that kind of drop off? It's during Valius. <laughs> really, is it was just was it because it took so long and the rewards just weren't worth it, or why? So, the best thing about Sleeper's Tomb is going in there and getting the primal Valium weapons, right? Right. Um, they give the avatar proc so you can increase your, your, um, your, attack, I guess, right? ma- ma- well, it's uh attack, but it's also your melee buffs. So your strength goes up, your stamina goes up, um, dexterity. Uh, I, I don't think the other what, uh, what's agility. The other one, I don't think agility goes up. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm getting one of them confused. You get a stat buff. Okay. But yeah, so your stats go up, um. So everybody wants to go in there. You want all the melee, you know, rangers, warriors, uh, rogues. You want monks, everybody to get their their primal stuff. Um, and then obviously some of the blunt weapons drop. You can get one for, you know, your druids and stuff. Anybody that maybe tries to melee. But um, once you get that and go down and kill the warders for like shits and giggles a couple times. Um, yeah, you realize it's a four-hour raid for some pretty mediocre gear. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> the best thing that drops out of there is the dwarf illusion. I keep saying that um, after yeah. the after the sleepers awoken, anyways. Right. So yeah, once you're once you're doing that, you just realize it's better to go do um, well, like uh, kale, kale and tov. Yeah. What about plane of growth? Is that a place people used to go to? Um, that's the same thing too. There's some stuff in there, but, uh, that drops off pretty quick. You go in there for the, the hoo-ha of going into plane of growth and seeing it and killing Tunair. But, um, after you, she's a pretty difficult fight and you have to cheese it, you know? So once you, once you do the fight and you cheese it and you're like, oh, this is what we get. (laughs) There's a, there's a really nice bard, um, item out of there. I think it's a, a flute. Um, Skin flute? quite possibly, mm-hmm. but the um, uh, the, it's it's just tough to get. It's a rare drop, you know. Right. And then you, you're like, oh, might as well just fucking wait. So, right. so you know, we did something um, in the past week. You know, we did the episode that was with Demi. Uh, we focus a lot on the expansion that was released on uh, Mischief Thornblade, the uh, Shadows of Luckland. And it's one of the zones we went to, uh, Vexal. We just went there. So we were talking about it. And then I was like, hey, why are we going? Uh, Mitigation of the Mighty had dropped off of uh, Luckland for um, the Mangler server. But it's still not simple. I mean, like, no one died or anything. We took our group. But they have a lot of hit points. Well, so... The the problem was I didn't I didn't get a chance to test run this prior to us going in there. Yeah. But I thought now with the um, the addition of campfires, 
which are, right. are um, something that we they, they probably. That one. <laughs> so I don't know what expansion was it. Was it TSS? No. Um, I think it was this expansion. I think it was. No, uh, no, Super no. Zephyr. No, we were doing campfires and soul terrors. Oh yes, then it must be that one. Because we were. Um, well, we were doing campfires and. Well, shit, we got to do our research. But we have campfires. <laughs> so uh, campfires and guild banners, I'm I'm pretty sure came out with TSS. Um, the yeah. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yep. Guild banners allow you to take the guild hall to um, the location where your raid is. Mm -hmm. And then you have the ability to do fellowships. So fellowships are like a, a mini guild. So uh, it's just amongst your friends and um, people you probably play with quite often. You can have like, I think maybe 12 people in your fellowship. And yeah. what this does is uh, allows you to create like a little campfire that uh, you have to have three people in an area and then you can put a little campfire down. It's literally a rock circle with right, fire. With fire. Now, see, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about, because I have memories, so the the banner was released in TSS, but the campfire was the buried sea, because I remember we did, um, I did like a lot of that stuff with, um, oh the Solteris access. We use campfires to cheese it, but sure, sure, yeah. yeah. So, um, anyways, with the with the campfires, um, we put the campfire down with your three characters, and then the rest of the group or fellowship can just kind of click a, an item that you can buy from POK mm -hmm. and teleport to the campfire. To the campfire. It's a 15-minute recast on the, uh, on the click, but right. super useful. Um, so, like, when I have part of the reason why I wanted a three-box was I could drag Beaten and the Druid around with Pokin and then put a campfire down, and then when you get on or Vemi gets on, um, campfires are already down. You guys don't have to port and run. You just show up right where I'm at. Yeah, and it was going to be really nice because we have uh, the two rogues, Pokin and Polly, and nothing in Vexthal was going to see through our stealth. And then we also had um, Kara, Shatter Knight. It's pretty beefy now. And what was your plan for our campfires? Did you say? Was, uh, you, me, and uh, Vemi's bard, or you, me, and, and the Shadow Knight would just run to the boss, put a campfire down, and then pour it over there with we the rest of the group clear all the trash and for those of you're currently <clears throat> on mischief Thornblade raiding vexal uh, you, you know what that pain is i'm sure i remember it, it vexal was arduous you just <laughs> killing wave after wave of trash and some of them when they die they respawn an ad you got traps in there all this kind of junk but we try to bypass all that and then it didn't work yeah, I put the campfire down, and I couldn't even get – who was it? I think Beaten was stuck. He got stuck somewhere. And so yeah, I was we like, got oh, Beaten just... behind because we had a group of six, and Manigo ported us to uh, Downshroud. Oh, yeah, right. And That's what happened. Like, I'm not fucking running Beaten up there. <laughs> so Beaten did not come along. You're right. And, I mean, it would have been great if we could just bypass all the, the trash and go to boss to boss, but right. that ended up not happening. So – then we got in there and we realized we had to clear all the trash, mm -hmm. which I felt bad because it was kind of like my idea to go to Vexthal because it's 
part of my needs of getting because the human illusion and stuff. Both of our ideas, like I wanted to go to because I didn't get to rate it. I only rated it with pals maybe like two to three times. I did get some items for there on Polly, but that was a zone that we rated in the beginning of Planes of Power. So, you know, if you're on Mischief, uh, Thornblade, you you might be rating that one for a little while. Um, yeah, and then I think everybody was down to just kind of chill. It was easy going. I mean, obviously we had to kill a bunch of trash, but what would it take? You said two hours to maybe clear with just one group? Yeah, uh, two hours. And We skipped a couple bosses, but we only... I mean, we found we out a... that there's those uh, warders. Mm -hmm. so you cannot skip the major bosses um, that you have to fight your way through. You can't just skip all the way up to a Tenhara. You have to fight your way a little bit, um, which was fine. And we got a few items out of there. Uh, Carl got an Invis mask. So my cleric can now uh, Invis without the use of Cloudy Pots. Mm -hmm. It's a 15-second cast, but it's free. And then Polly, the rogue, got a Fire Illusion mask. I think... I beat you on the roll by 20. Um, right. 20 or something. I'm not and upset then, about it because uh, I think we all agreed that we're going to go back until yeah. the uh, Fire Illusion Mask was one of the first bosses that we killed. Right. So that's pretty, that's pretty easy to go. Mm -hmm. And then I don't know if you really care about the Human Illusion or not, but um, that's I would get it after you if we did go back. Like, I don't mind going back. It wasn't, wasn't very challenging. I don't think we have to go back every week. We might just, you know, go back every couple of months, like it's going to be there forever. Like that's right. going away. And, and I we're think we're going to get more powerful. I think that like we can do it without Vemi too. Not that we, we would just purposely go without Vemi, but I hope she's uh, not going to listen to this part of the podcast. Come on. I'm just saying that you, you and me can go if <laughs> yeah, we're, I think we could. Especially, like today, you know, Vemi can't get on right now. So you and me are just like, you know, what are we going to do? Let's go get some experience or something. But, but also uh, think about this. So, you know, I could bring Yarnax, and then if something dropped, Polly can actually shroud a stealth all the way up there. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I didn't so, even think about that. Yeah, so we could do that. Yarnax. But Yarnax still exists. I, I like that you're thinking about him a little bit more. You brought him up today, too. Yeah, I did. Uh, is uh, there a reason behind that? No. It's just you sure? for convenience. Oh. It's only okay. because uh, Vimy wasn't around. Uh huh. When Vimy's around, Yarnex doesn't exist. When Vimy's uh, not around, Yarnex is in the background, you know, back in the dungeon, <laughs> just sitting, sitting there sad. But no, I I prefer playing Polly. Um, we just raided. I just you were working, um, but I was there this past Tuesday. We were doing Mel's Rest Mansion, and it seems like we got it on a pretty good farm now. I was a little concerned. Uh, just to be forthcoming with uh, the progress we were making for the raids. I was really worried because I remember our first time in Maldras Mansion, it was pretty rough. Uh, were you there for the first time? I was there for the first Maldrath kill. No, I'm talking about like the first time we went into Maldras Mansion where we were fighting Breakneck. No, I, then, I think I missed all that, but I did. I was there for the the final like couple of events that you guys went to afterwards. Right, but now we're we're I think we're on the path to clearing it all in um, you know like three three to four hours, uh, pretty easy. Like right now, I think we cleared most of it, but then 
don't have enough time to finish, so we do like a little secondary target at the end, and then do the last two, like the Battle Room and Maldrath as the last two, and then do some more um, smaller targets at the end, kind of break it up. But uh, Polly got a Kidney Remover, it's a dagger that drops in Maldrath's Mansion, and my DPS effectively doubled. I'm feeling like a real rogue now. I don't know if that's a, a good thing or a bad thing to say, like, uh, in front of our fans. What? Which part? That one weapon doubled your old... <laughs> so, yeah, I was, <laughs> that, so I was using um, the Epic 2.0, which is from Omens of War. It's, in Omens of War, it's an amazing item, and it's still good for a little while. But I think it gets replaced when you think in Prophecy of Row, it could be replaced. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Definitely in Serpent Spine. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely in Serpent Spine, you get the Ember Shank uh, that's going to replace it. That's the one that you had. Um, and then you got one just recently from Steam Factory. Um, so the next the next one is yours. Or when we move on to Crystallos, that, one, that one's all yours. 100% collusion happening there. Are the rogues colluding? That's not roguish at all. Always. always. Um, but I also got uh, new bracers. The tier three bracers that dropped and an earring. No, 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 not earring. A ring. And I got 12% overhaste, which is kind of cool. If a bar's not around, I have like 212% haste so, uh, instead of 200. Uh, yeah, that's it. Did uh did we even tell the people that I won an earring off of Meldrath for one DKP? One DKP. And it wasn't even a melee earring. Was I mean, like... It's good for a melee, but it's like, I think it's meant to be for a caster, right? No, so I have I a caster. I got a caster earring that uh, came off of one of the events that we did, I think in Blood Moon Keep. Oh, um, that's a different one. Okay. That one gave like 600 mana or something. Yeah, and you got that kind of cheap too, I thought. I, I got that for like 60. I bid on it sorted a bit up the rest of the the casters right, right. and but i bid up a price where oh yeah shit i would use it it's an upgrade 600 right. hit points or something right. you know and uh yeah when i won it i was like you casters have screwed awesome. up Jeez. why am i winning i almost even said can you just take my bid away please <laughs> like, it's embarrassing i mean not for you but for like the casters that are passing on something that's you know gonna because not all the casters have um that click and even so, um, I think to that point, the best they're going to get is like 300 mana. So, you know, maybe there's, maybe they win AFK. That was an issue. And I think uh, you have to be level 80 to wear it. Oh, and there was right, not yeah, a lot of people yeah. level 80 at the yeah. time. Yep. Yep. It pays oh, to be a tryhard. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then, so we did Meldrath and it was a, um, I it was a melee earring. It was like Paladin, Shadow Knight, Rogue monk warrior or something like that okay and um that earring dropped and i looked at it and i was like yeah that's an upgrade i think i bid like 40 on it uh-huh. which which is like um i'm not gonna let you get the item for free bid but also like i don't plan on winning it like for right. for 36 or anything like that um and then yeah, the bids went through and nobody bid on it. Not uh-huh. a box, not a first box or anything. Beaten could have fucking won that earring if I would have <laughs> bid on it, you know? Right, right. 
Um, but I, yeah, greedily took it for poking, uh, cool, uh, cool beans though. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I got that for free basically. Yep. <laughs> Rot. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, yeah, we've been just raiding, doing some stuff. We got our orc masks after the, uh, the last episode. Yeah. We have, have you posted on Instagram yet? No, I'm slacking, man. Well, you'll do it after the podcast. So after you get done listening. Go pop over to Instagram, check it out. Uh, throw in a comment, throw a like. Um, and, uh, I'll, check I'll us send out it our... to my email literally right now. We're okay. I got it. Yeah. Yeah, we, we had a lot of fun doing that. Um, when we started it, to be quite honest with you, I was like, we're, we're not we're not getting this done. I looked at all the steps. There's like, what, 20-something 20, 20 quests, like 27, 23 quests uh, to do. And... Um, I was like, wow, this is pretty lofty, but it was really cool. It gave us something, gave us, I mean, like we like hanging out with each other, um, the three of us, but it also kind of gave us something to do where we wouldn't be like, what are we doing today? I don't know. I don't know where to go. It gave us like a focus and like a little checklist of what we needed to do. Right. Yeah. As whoever made that checklist was a, a lifesaver as it is. So oh, I didn't um, have the actual checklist I just had on, uh, on Rasper's repository. I just would go through that. You had an actual checklist? Yeah, there was a checklist, and then I, I wrote everything on paper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool. Mm-hmm. cool. Um, but yeah, so we got the orc mask. I am sending those files to my email right now. Um, okay, so those will, be post- those will be posted to Instagram later today. And I got the picture of us in Vexlal, oh, which yeah, I totally yeah. forgot we took. We right, posed well, for it. Look for two new photos on Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we did that. Uh, yeah, we just went. So uh, I wanted to, you just talked about the uh, the blood orc illusion. Uh-huh. I wanted to say um, I did text you and Vemi the other day that we're going to have to get together and we're going to have to talk about the next expansion that's coming out. Right. Seeds of, Seeds of Destruction. It's a pretty big expansion. There's a lot going on. We got a level cap increase. I mean, it's not for another couple of months, but. You know, we always got to kind of look into the future. I don't think there's AAs next expansion, but there are mercenaries. There are AAs next expansion. Is there? Okay, well, yep. I'm dumb. Um, no, it's okay. Because I, I know there is because I'm upgrading, like, all mine from Secrets of Fedor, and the next rank said, like, Seeds of Destruction. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, we have, um, we have AAs. We have level cap increase. We have mercenaries. The mercenaries need levels. Right. Um there's different levels of mercenaries. So there's um, uh, apprentice and journeyman ones. There's AAs for the mercenaries. Yep. There's king to do. There is. There's um, a lot. There's a and lot. There's, there's four different. Progression and all stuff. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. There's four different like sections. It's like. Um, the field, the the field of scales, which is like a field of bones remake. Um, I think there's a Kith, uh, bloody Kithicor remake, right? Um, and then so there's four or five group tasks for each of them that are like really in depth, and then there's like four or five raids for each of them as well. And you need like a certain amount of groups. Uh, done and a certain amount of raids done you can kind of mix and match but you can't mix and match all of them right um yeah it's d- difficult 
Yeah, we're gonna so have, have to do, do like a whole episode is gonna be devoted to that, maybe maybe more, because it's, it's it is a very big expansion. Um, then on top of all that, uh-huh. there's an illusion that we have to get. Yeah, but we can. I, that's why I wanted to talk to you and Vemi about was um, we have to kind of plan out what we're gonna do and where I'm we're gonna go. Right this Baron Yelsik skeleton, right? Yeah, it's the Ixar um, skeleton, the okay. one from the Field of Bone. So it says, you just got me curious now. So it's resolved 19 quests in the Field of Scale. Right, and we it's have to go in there bad. to do either group or raid content. Um, so we can either do the raids there and push it off to the side, but I figured if we're going to go in there and do the group contents, the four or five or whatever that we have to do, to get the group progression done, then we can probably make sure we get all that stuff, um, all the tasks for that as well, mm-hmm. and maybe knock that out. Yeah, I'm looking at some of these. You know, it's very similar to um, what we've done in Secrets of Fade, where there's like you know four or five different um, like longer task, longer missions that you can do, like multiple tasks to get you know one item. And, you know, there's a couple augs, there's the illusion, there's a uh, familiar one, and a couple of clickies, but yeah. And did you see what I posted in the Discord? No. So, also, (laughs) also, and this is expansion, Mm -hmm. Old Man McKenzie makes an appearance. Do you know about Old Man McKenzie? Mm -mm. Tell me about Old Man McKenzie. Old Man McKenzie is an NPC in Plane of Knowledge. He has access to, I think, two zones. I think it's like um, like a Nagafin type zone, or maybe it's like Soul B, just uh, like a DZ version of it. And the okay. same thing for like uh, Vox. And I do believe, well, okay, this is all like um, uh, winging it knowledge. It's it's. I don't have like the full breakdown of old man mckenzie it's obviously something that i'll do more research on and talk about it in um in our future uh podcast but from what i know he gives you like tasks or or things where you shroud down and you go do these events or whatever and there's augs and there's there's augs and there's items that that drop that are pretty good um these augs and items are, you know, like 30 AC, 35 AC, right. um, 100 plus hit points, you, you know, 500 hit points. Um, there's a res stick for paladins, shamans, druids, and clerics. And it's a 90% res uh, one second click. So uh, shamans and druids, yeah, I don't know about paladins. We need really need to get Kachino on here. But shamans and druids have the the 90% res that is a spell. Um, this 90% res though can only be cast out of combat. So, right. uh, you know, if, if you're dead, you can't res anybody back unless you have the like um, battle res AA that shamans and druids have. But if you go get this clicky stick as the reward from old man McKenzie, um, you can get that 90 second res that you have as a spell and just get it as a literal one second cast, uh, clicky. Yeah. Clickies are always nice. Anytime you can get, um, something off your spell bar and, you know, makes it a lot easier because otherwise 
like I have a couple things on Carl Spellbar, like uh, Divine Aura. I'd rather just not have that on there, but I have other ways of getting it. But um, like we need to get like the Remove Greater Curse clicky from the frog and playing a fire. And yeah. I also think Old Man Mackenzie has like some of those weird old um, like items that don't drop in the game anymore Ooh. that were like nerfed. Yeah. Um, like Man Stone? There's somebody. Hey, I, thought that, there's, I thought you can get those in a casino. Mm, With like loyalty tokens, like much later on in the game. So there's um, there's somebody that has uh, stuff like that. Um, I don't think it's Old Man McKenzie. Okay. But. Um, <clears throat> Sorry, there's uh there is somebody in the game that comes out later on that like travels from zone to zone. It's really random. You might not ever see them. You have to kind of like, kind of just randomly yeah. spawns up, and yeah. you have to have like a lot of plat. But once you go and find this person with the plat, you can buy like a scepter of destruction, or is this like the a, one that you said that drop like can sell you a troll illusion? Troll illusion, yeah. Troll illusion, yeah. Because that's not normally in the game, right? Right. But super rare, super hard to get, I'm pretty sure, and super expensive. Sure. Oh, there's a... Old Man Kenzie has a Earthen Roots clicky. That's nice. Yeah, so they're all like Nagafin and Fox items, like the Wolf Fur Slippers. I don't know if you remember those. Yeah, yeah, I do. <clears throat> or the Adamant... Those are involved in the Shaman Epic, right? Um, Maybe. Maybe. Um, what's another example here? The um, Roykel's Channeling Crystal or the Rune Felshen uh, Polished Myth, mm-hmm. the Polished Mithril ba- Bracer. Those are all like um, uh, items that dropped the Orb of Tishan or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. So all that stuff drops from these Old Man McKenzie tasks, but they're the same item, just increased to modern level stuff so um you know it has higher ac higher hit points higher damage higher stamina has purity on it cool pretty cool a mcfaxius's horn of war so that one i've heard of that's That's the the bard bard, horn that drops off of fox i'm pretty sure right i remember you Uh, wanting that um so long ago 936 hit points and 898 mana on it. Yeah, it didn't have that much stats on Thornblade when you wanted it. No, no. <laughs> I don't think it had any stats, did it? Uh, no, I don't yeah, Don't believe so. It just so. gave you the, the, modif- the modifier. Which is really cool, though. It's very cool. I mean, like, I think some of those, like, models, like, the item models look really cool. And, you know, it's just one of those little status symbol things. Or like, you know, I've done the quest. Um, similar to like our little uh, Blood Moon Orcs. Um, you know, I have noticed a few people, like, you know, I change into it. And they're just like, whoa, I'm jealous. You know, they they recognize the time that was put into getting that. And, mm-hmm. you know, they say it looks cool. Do you remember Jarn's Amethyst Ring from the, uh, the Free yes, from the Free Lord. Yeah, do you remember what kind of stats it had on it? Like 90 hit points? Yeah, I believe that's right. Or is it 55 or 65? Yeah. Oh, it has 640 hit points. (laughs) It's got more. more. 
cloak of flame, cloak of flames you know got 500 and uh, yeah that was like 45 hit uh hit points or something like 50 hit points but it had what 31 percent haste back then mm-hmm. or 36 36 percent haste well, no that was a 41 percent haste item. anyway it's much better everything's yeah. much better and so it sounds right. really cool but he has he has all this stuff uh these these her, cool. these raids and stuff that we can go do um seems really cool uh really nice to have and but that's just one extra thing in this expansion that's going to drive me nuts that's why i feel like we should get a head start on it and start discussing everything yep yep i think um we did the you one st- thing we wanted to do in secrets of fade war but i think there's still time to do more in secrets of fade war i think we could probably knock out one more of those um quote epic quests yeah, probably. I think so. There's a couple of cool augs that you can get um, that are like 100. I think there's like 155 hit points a minute. I'm going to look it up. You said you're going to be busy during um, during that be. expansion, though. I will be. Are you um, Are you planning on not being available for a lot of it? or? I wouldn't say not being available. Because like right now, um, with my schedule, I get like one day off a week during the week. And I currently have weekends off, but I'm going to be starting a weekend job in a couple of weeks. And so I'm going to have one day off for the entire week. It'll just be Thursday, but I'll still have that day off, right? Um, but then pretty soon, hopefully the goal is to become full-time. And if I become full-time, then I'm like 8 to 4, Monday through Friday, um, or even like 8 to 5, Monday through Friday, where, you know, we don't have that time that we usually spend like during the days. We can still have weekends and stuff, but yeah, we could even have nights. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Exactly. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah. So, um, we we were going to talk a couple things. I know we've checked a couple stuff off our list. What's next on the the docket for us? Well, before we move on from this, uh, doing fun stuff together, there is something in Sequence of Fade where that I've kind of looked at. It's the Model XLII Spatial Temporal Oculus. So it's a result of 23 tasks that have 21 parts, which you know that's, I hate. That's an AUG, right? It's a face augment. It's 25 AC, 155 hit points, mana endurance, uh, 3 hit point, 1 endurance regen. It's kind of cool. And then plus 3 heroics to intelligent agility index. But Sounds it's face, like a... face only. Hmm. Uh, I mean, to, I'm down, I'm down to do whatever. Honestly, we try it. Um, I'm trying to see where all this stuff drops. I think it's in like all the different. Um, it's like uh, Zeka, Beza, Asia, like all those. The ship, probably all those zones. So, you know, it'll take some time, but like I said, it's something to do. We've got like a little, what, 11 weeks still? I know. Exactly. Like we have eight weeks, eight weeks, quite a bit of time left. Weeks. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, There's like another I said, one I'm that's 27 group missions. You're trying to kill me now, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, that one seems pretty intense. That one's for a clicky um, that's going to give you some buffs. So it's an evolving item too. Um, and it's, it's in your ammo slot. So it starts off with a 100 hit point buff, then next level gets 200 hit point, 150 mana endurance, 
then 300 hit points, 400, 500, 600, all the way up to 700 uh, hit points, 400 mana endurance, 500 spell damage shield. So I guess that's like an absorption. 120 damage shield. I gotta tell LeBronco about this one. 15% um, spell shield, 7% melee, melee mitigation, and 50 to all resists. Well, I just talked to LeBronco. He said, don't give me anything else to do. I'm gonna tell him. <laughs> he didn't tell me that. So I'm gonna give him this one to do. <laughs> yeah, 20. Oh, this one's pretty cool. Yeah, because I think this clicky is something that's going to be good, um, like practically good. I mean, like I know like the wear work looks cool, but like this is something that can actually help you. So, yeah, um, I'll discuss this with Emmy and get her input on this. But you did, you just said, and it's recorded, I'm down for whatever. So here we go. Oh, great. Now it's going to backfire. Mm -hmm. It's recorded. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's all for... Like talking about Secrets of Fedor. Uh, did we want to talk anything more about uh, Lucklin over in uh, Mischief and Thornblade? I'd like to hear how things were going. If anybody's currently raiding on those servers and listening I, to us, let us I know, know the content going. got cleared already. Well, I'm sure. Yeah. Because uh, remember, they with Vexal, they made it so where the shards not only have an increased drop rate, but can drop from any uh, mob in that zone, which is. <laughs> Yeah. The problem is clearing the content, right? So to get the keys to get flagged, you need as many people as possible. And then you need to go clear, clear SSRA. Right. But SSRA drops only some, what, so many of the essences that you need? Right. But you get freight splits, um, and you can get that taken care of pretty good. Everybody needs keys to get there, too. And everybody needs to get Bane weapons. They and then it. they, so they knocked all that stuff out. They got everything done. They got, I, I heard whatever um, guild cleared it first, failed uh, the emperor first try, went back and cleared him like a couple hours later, and right. then went into VT and cleared everything. Yeah. So I think VT itself, uh, other than the key, like you, there are Bane weapons for VT uh, that drop within VT, but they're not required. It is help with additional DPS against the greater Akiva. But uh -huh. main weapons are required. Uh, well, they're, are they required for Emperor Shudra? Because you can just cast on them, right? And pets do damage too, right? They're required. Okay, they're required. The, the, the melee are essentially useless, and the fight would probably take forever. I don't know how you would do it without main weapons. Right. I'm uh, sure... Sure, somebody does it. <laughs> right, right. But you have to remember how well geared everyone is, because um, you know Velius was like a loot pinata, and everyone's getting all this gear all the time. Gear was just being thrown at people. Um, like one one uh, one raid target's gonna drop like ten pieces of of loot, whereas normally they drop like three or four. And so I feel like everyone is so well geared that they're just steamrolling through the content. And, you know, I, I'm, maybe that's not the case. Like, I, I haven't raided on either of those zones. I just kind of seen pictures of loot tables, and that's what I'm uh, getting from that. And is that is that fun for people? Would that be fun for you to get unlimited loot and just, like, roll through stuff? Remember last week when oh, yeah, I said... Just, like, big dick run through stuff, right? Yeah, big dick swinging, just going yeah. murder shit, getting gear. 
Yeah. Like for I'm, me, I'm kind of feeling yeah. geared out. I didn't tell you this. Yeah. Like, like we're doing this content with MMM Maldrath. Right. And I don't know. I've been bidding on things, but I haven't been like, oh, I need to spend like 150 DKP on this. I, I need to get this right. item. I've, I don't know. I just feel like, oh, if I get it, I get it. Here's here's a shitty 40 bid. You know, here's a 30 bid. Been a lot of 21s on stuff. Maybe beat, I bid on beaten instead of poking, you know. And right. So it's like, so let's see what happens. But I'm just, I don't know. I'm going to raid. I feel like I'm half paying attention during the raids. I'm kind of like there, but I'm not like not giving it my all, you know, I wouldn't say I'm burnt out from reading. I just, uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I used to get excited. For, oh, we're going to do Fen and row. Hopefully the drag, the dagger drops and I'm going to bid all my DKP. I'm getting this dagger. on. No right. bards are going to get it from me. Um, <laughs> there's like so much content, so much loot, so many things to do. Everything costs money. Um, Oh yeah, you can go ahead and and bid on this uh this core, um and then you had to spend sixty k to upgrade it, you know. And yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I don't even like I don't I don't even want the core. It sounds like a pain in the ass. Oh, and now I gotta go faction. Like I'm just trying to minimize my headaches. I think at this point, and uh, right. you know, I just want to have a good time. I like going into the raid channel and bullshit with everybody and turning upon ponies. I think like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I get gear, Oh, I'll be, I'll be uh 4,000 hit points under geared. And <laughs> well, you know, see, I'm coming from Polly who's been inactive for a few expansions and y yeah, you're like, I want this. I want this. I need this. I kind of, yeah. And you're like, dude, get whatever you want. I don't care. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like I upgraded my ring and I, I think I got it for like almost 100 and what was it, 176. I bid right exactly what I needed to bid on it. Um, but the current ring I had, I think, was like 235 hit points. And this one was 670 hit points that I got, or maybe 680 or something. So it's just, it's an insane upgrade for me. Um, I'm getting more joy of griefing people out of bids. I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't have that. That's mine. Oh, yeah. I only bid on that because I don't want you to have it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm not I'm not there yet. Um, I was like with Yarnax, I did get to a point where I was like, what more gear do I need? I think I had like one or two slots that I actually cared about upgrading. The rest were like, yeah, they'd be upgrades. But you get to the point where it's like only like a 50 hit point upgrade or a 30 hit point upgrade. And you're like, eh, not going to be bothered with that. Um, but yeah, I'm not there yet with Polly. But no, I get that. And you get like a burnout on loot. I think when we progress to Crystallos, the jump from Melgrath's mansion to Crystallos is pretty large. So I think either people are waiting for that um, or they're just like you and just like currently they're like, I just don't care about upgrading something like that. I I think I'm, I like just grouping more, like you were saying. I like going around, yeah. hanging out with you, hanging out with uh, Vemi. Mm -hmm. getting in doing content doing weird things going and doing random stuff you know uh you don't have to you don't have to be raiding to have fun in a request obviously so yeah but do you think that is going to remain constant uh forever i think it's okay for everyone else but for the tank 
Um, I think somebody was just talking about that today. It was uh, Gronish was talking about that today, and um, that mobs are going to start hitting really hard, and a tank has to be well geared. And I think eventually, group gears is not going to cut it. You got to get great gear for the, at least the tank. Do you think that's sure. going to be the case? I mean, probably. Um, I doubt that there's uh, there the uh, EverQuest has never done like content where you have to be raid geared so um i mean even if you go back in expansion you just you know kill the same like 85 to if you go from 80 to 85 next expansion yeah. what's stopping you from going into beza or crystallos and just killing shit in there everything's still going to be yellow right, right? You just go in there and kill instead of, you know, killing current content. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a lot of ways for people to get, like, I think Warriors are one of the exceptions to where you have to get uh, the appropriate uh, weapons for anger procs. Uh, you don't have to have anger proc weapons, but you have to have the augments for anger. It just adds so much to your aggro ability. But I think every other class, like, you, can, you might be able to get by with just group gear. Um, I don't know. I, I do like grouping. I prefer it to raiding, but I also like raiding. I feel like if I only did group gear, then I would want to raid more. Whereas if I only raid, I want to do more group. So it's kind of like one of those things where it's whatever you're not doing is what you want to be doing. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, like I like seeing the content. Um, I don't know. I think I'm getting, um, uh, like underfoot's coming, right? And everybody knows Underfoot is like uh, that that guild killer expansion. Um, it's really tough to complete all the raid content. Right. Lots of guilds kind of like... Well, I feel I guess they said the same thing about Prophecy of Row, right? Yeah, but that was because the expansion sucked, I think. Right. So Underfoot <laughs> is one's... a fun expansion. It's just really hard, huh? It's just hard, yeah. Um, and so uh, I, I know with Underfoot coming up, and pretty soon too, I, uh, you know, I think as a raid and as our, as pals is, I don't think we're going to see like the end content and it's going right. to be really disappointing. Um, but if I'm just in enjoying grouping with you and, and Vemi and whoever else, and, you know, uh, monkey and, and all the other people that we group with, then we go and do like a, a group, quest and a mask thing and an illusion stuff and have fun doing all that then i mean why not right yeah i, I wouldn't be upset if in while an expansion uh is out that we don't quote finish the expansion before oh, yeah, like it's the done that, that doesn't bother me uh, which would bother me is if um we're trying beyond our means and like forcing something to happen or like we're wiping every single time we're just we we're not geared for it or we don't have the mechanics for it and we're just running into the wall over and over and over and over again um to me it's better just be like all right hold hold up let's go back a little bit farm some more gear from the lower tier even go back in expansion like crystallos do more of that which i've heard we're going to do a lot of crystallos for several expansions um, yeah it's like a really good place to get gear I, I don't mind that. Um, I, I think it is hard if you try to go too far with something 
and you're just in week after week and four hours raid night you don't there's no loot whatsoever for four hours you're just dying over and over again i think that's the guild killer i think what should happen if i was a guild leader i'd be like try for a couple hours try for an hour judge everybody's frustration and go back and do something that's going to be rewarding maybe not as rewarding but something we're still going to get loot from even if it's box gear uh, make the guild stronger and then try again next week. Yes. But we'll see if that happens. Who knows? I'll go in optimistic. I'm open. I'm always, I also tend to skip some of the first few raids in an expansion because I don't like, I think we talked about this during the podcast and if we didn't, um, I'll briefly do it right now where everyone just kind of throws in their two cents and it just gets very chaotic and you got a lot of yelling back and forth, what we should do, what we shouldn't do. This is how it should be done. No, it should be done this way. A lot of arguing like that. I hate that. That's like that. That's not why I, I start playing EverQuest. And so I usually just excuse myself from some of those early raids because I don't have fun when everyone's bickering and, and arguing about how something should be done. Um, it's just EverQuest in the moment isn't, shouldn't, be a democ- shouldn't be a democracy. It should just be like, this is how we're doing it. Let's try it. Here we go. Uh, so you're saying it should be 1942 Germany? Um, maybe not that extreme. Maybe more. Um, we're not. More. We're not third reiching this. Where you just want? Um, maybe more like Emperor Palpatine uh, in star Wars where, you know, it's a safe and secure society. Execute uh, order 66. Yeah. Let's get rid of all of the Jedi because they're all like, we should talk about this. Let's figure it out together. No one person make decisions. Boom. Let's give it a try. And if we fail, big deal. We fail. Uh, we can learn from that failure and not repeat it. Done with it. Yeah, I don't like in, in raids, even in groups, I don't mind dying. Um, uh, as long as it's not due to something like really, really stupid, uh, like somebody either just being AFK or purposefully like doing something to sabotage. But if it's a new mechanic or someone just made a mistake, hey, shit happens. It's all good. Um, but the worst mistakes are the ones you repeat. Correct. Um, so I think we've checked everything off except for bum, 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 Forms. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I didn't have that pulled up, so I went on my own. No, you're good. Do you want to go first or you want me to go? You said you had something. I'm interested in this, seeing what you have. So it's not, I'm not going to, like, I'm inspired by this post. And okay. I'm really only inspired by the fir- the title of the post. So the post says Terra of Luckland. That's the new expansion for Live EverQuest. Uh, we're not playing that. We're not playing Live EverQuest. Uh, but it says Terra of Luckland zones for early to mid game. And remember, uh, well, I remember, but Shadows of Luckland is the expansion that uh, a lot of people are currently in on Mischief and Thornblade. It has zones from level one all the way to 60, right? You right. can, because you have the new mostly because you have the new playable race, uh, the Vashir. Um, but they were saying, are, they, are these going to be updated in the new Terra of Luckland? 
And people are like, no, they're not going to be. It's going to be geared to uh, the 115 to what, 120? Or is it 110 to 115? I forget. Uh, yeah, 115 goes to 120. Goes up to what? Sorry, I couldn't hear. 115 to 120, yeah. Yeah, it's like in-game uh, leveling zones. Um, but this made me think of two things. Like, why couldn't they update those, give like updated versions of those early to mid-game zones and just have them some ridiculous uh, EXP boost and only in those zones. So you'd have to buy the expansion to have access to those zones. But you could still go in there in level one and level up to like level 40 in one zone. And it only takes like two or three hours because the experience is just cranked up so high. You're just getting level after level after level. Um, so that's a way to keep people from... It, incentive, it, it gives people incentive to buy the expansion if they're starting out. Because if you're starting out, why are you buying expansions? Like, what's the incentive to buy the expansion if you're level one? Um, you know, there isn't one. You would level up to whatever level the expansion goes to and then buy the expansion, right? Um, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean you, you'd pay your monthly subscription fee, but there's no incentive to buy the expansion because you can't even access any of it. Well, you could um, still you could even silver account on live, right? Yes, you can. You can have a free account on live, um, and for the early levels, it's not worth it to have a subscription. Like, there's not a lot of benefit. You do to get a better mercenary, I think, uh, which is good, but it's not really necessary. Um, you can get by with the free account. I think I did that up to like level 65 with a shadow knight, and I had a shadow knight and I had a cleric uh, mercenary. And I did just fine getting all the way up to 65. Didn't it just took a few days, um, but yeah. So it was kind of like a little rant where Dave, Dark Ball Games, what are you thinking? You you need to bring in new people to the game, uh, especially with the kind of the downfall of World of Warcraft. There's people looking for games, and I think they're going to get bored of New World. You got to be able to have open arms for new players or even returning players um, for you know, the new expansion. So that's what I was thinking about. Let's see. Is there anything you wanted to add to that or you may go on to the next one? Yeah, go on to the next one. Yeah, because people like, well, this one is like, Terrorlution, don't buy it because it offers nothing for us under 110. So no one's, yeah, people, people are getting really uh, upset about how they're releasing expansions. Here's an idea. Don't be uh, under level 110. <laughs> right. But you also, you want you want the company to be successful because if Dark Pro Games is not successful, then EverQuest is not successful and they might end the game. And that's, you know, a scary thought for a lot of people. So a lot of people, myself included, want Dark Pro Games to do these things that make sense and they're just not doing them. Um, thought I had another one, but maybe I don't. Do you have one to go? And I'll find my other one. Do I have one to go? I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this plat duper. Pying up on the chrono on on mischief. I don't know. So I don't I don't know exactly what happened. So we we talked about this before that there was a plat dupe. Right. Where you could go uh to a vendor, buy something, sell it back or something like that and uh make lots of money, right? Right. So there was a, 
there might there might be a new plat dupe that nobody knows about or that people know about. I don't know. But I'm seeing these posts on the forums. October 28th, plat duper buys 91 chrono for an estimated 7 million plat on mischief. Uh, then there's another second time on October 28th, Plat Duper buys 132 chrono for 11 million chrono on, on or 11 million platinum on uh, mischief. I think so. There's some guy obviously um, eyeing the chrono market, um, but apparently has bought it looks like uh, almost 250 chrono in, in a day. Um, uh, what does that equate to in, in real life money? <laughs> uh, about 20, how many? 250, you said? 250 krona? 2,500 bucks. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. In a single day to make $2,500? Hell yeah, that's good money. So he did, uh, obviously he's plat duping. Plat duper buying up all the krona on Mischief and Thornblade. So somebody has krono and lots of platinum. They've just used this to their their advantage. What do you think about um what do you think about the the chrono market? Um I've, like this person that is duped to uh basically enhance their their earnings there. Yeah, I feel like those kind of transactions should be noticed by Darkwall games. Like when somebody is buying up that much chrono, um but like there might be, there's got to be a trail because you know they're not, and this person is probably not doing this, where they're duplicating the the plat on one character and then buying the chrono on the same character and then selling the chrono on the same character, transferring the chrono on the same character. They're probably shuffling all around. That way it kind of gets lost and they're playing like, what is that, like hide the peanut where you have like the three shell, the shell game um, to try to throw off Dark Bar games from this. But those chronos that they're selling had to have one time been purchased by somebody with money directly to Darkball Games, right? Right. They don't get generated any other way other than somebody spending, was it, how much is it now? $17.99? If you buy yeah, directly. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it has, to, yeah like it has to be directly bought from Darkball Games. And then if it's used. For um, game time, it is consumed. So that means it's kind of a good, like, it makes you feel good that there's that much chrono out there because that means there's at least 250 chronos that were purchased from uh, Dark Paul Games directly. And most people Which... use them for, for time. I mean, that's the only thing they're good for in the game eventually is, is uh, pay subscription time, right? Right. So, Dark Paul Games is getting their money, no matter how you look at it. Um, so, you know, I, I've been up in the air about how people are selling Chrono, but at the end of the day, Dark Paul Games is just back there, um, like Pablo Escobar, just collecting the money. You know, it doesn't care how how much you sell your cocaine for later on. I already sold it, so whatever you want to do with it's fine by me. I think that's going to be their stance. The uh, the first comment on this is, uh, you know, this is why other companies who offer similar in-game tokens typically regulate the market to prevent market manipulation. WoW tokens would be a good example. I know you and I had talked about that uh, before, mm -hmm. um, where 
you can buy the the token off the vendor or whatever, but it, it's only as valuable as the in-game market, right? Right. So it has a set price, and it's it's driven by an algorithm um, controlled by Blizzard. Um, but that algorithm is affected by supply and demand. Uh, but there's no really gouging. Um, you can only like try to predict, you know, buy low, sell high, or sell high and buy low. But the players don't influence. They don't directly control the number, but they can influence it. So, like, if a bunch of people are buying wild tokens, then the gold price in game of a wild token is diminished. Whereas if there are fewer wild tokens available um, to purchase, then the gold price of a wild token will increase. And when the gold price of the wild token increases, that's going to incentivize somebody to spend dollars to buy a wild token because it has a lot of in-game value. But then when a lot of people buy it, the price decreases again. Um, so that's just fluctuates up and down. So let me ask you, um, what do you think the barter price for Chrono is on, on Mischief then? Oh, man. I'm so out of touch on that. Remember, um, they're they're in Lucklin. They're in Lucklin. I would... Because I remember we were on... When we were playing in Kunark, they were getting up to, what, 10,000? Yep. Okay. And right now on Mangler, they're about, around 175, 200K, right? Mm-hmm. I would say forty thousand. Uh, looks like they're gonna by the end of the weekend they'll be up over a hundred thousand uh, per chrono. Whoa. So I'm looking at the barter. Um, somebody posted a picture. Um, bizarre search window. If you search chrono in the bazaar, people have got them going for. Looks like eighty-seven thousand is the cheapest. Wow, I'm really shocked by that. Um, yeah, that's I'm, I'm actually kind of shocked by that too. But that's what happens with the duping of the platinum. There's yeah, platinum there's, has less value. Platinum has less value, but how is there just a, a a massive amount of platinum on the server? Where did how did people get it all? You know? Yeah, exactly. It came from these these duping events. Because also, correct me if I'm wrong. Like in that expansion, there's not a lot of platinum sinks. Um, like versus our server now, like where we are on Mangler. Um, in Secrets of Fedor, I just dropped 30k uh, platinum to get my bracer that you didn't want to do. Get my bracer from Maldras Mansion uh, to make the raid item. You get a, you get an item from the raid, but then you have to spend money to a vendor, not a player, a vendor, and so that money is just gone, absorbed back into the game. Uh, there's nothing much like that in Shadows of Luckland, right? Uh yeah, there, I don't know. There's just no way to have that. I don't without duping. I just don't think there's no any way to have that much, like available. And yeah, the, but there has to be a, like a way for the game to absorb the platinum back. You know what I'm saying? There, like, there, I don't think there's anything like that in the early expansions, to where like you have to give ten thousand platinum to an NPC to finish a quest, or you have ooh. to, you know. Yeah, it's all player based in it's all player based economy. There's no um, NPC um, platinum sinks. Yeah, they could they could do something like that if they wanted to dry up the economy. 
um, they can offer um, special drops or special items that cost plat and and soak it up but that would just incentivize that would encourage more platinum duping events to occur so but yeah that that's a problem they need to they need to work on that but you know i don't know if that's going to stop people from playing but i am kind of shocked by that to see how much how little value platinum has on that server we didn't hit a hundred thousand till after omens i think on a mingler server that's no we were at hundred thousands of like tss yeah because remember i was i think it was you know it was like right when prophecy row hit like it dropped down to like 60 something and i bought one at like 50 or 60k because everyone wanted to to dump their chrono because they thought that people would stop playing on the server or something. So um, I think that's what was happening. And I ended up buying one for pretty cheap. Uh, but then, yeah. Uh, did you find your... No, I didn't. Yeah. What, um, what good are you? Yeah, people were... I mean, there is one thing where people are talking about how um, the game is too easy. Where, really? Because I was just reading stuff about how group content's too hard for people. Well, they're saying like, but you know, back in uh, traditional EQ, raid content was hard. Only a few like finished all the way to the end. Uh, whereas group content was enjoyable and easier. Um, you didn't you didn't really need pullers too much. Uh, things weren't too hard. Um, you could still get experience, but the big deal was the raid content was hard. And I think the real reason for that, and I've talked about it for TLPs, and they put these in uh, live servers now, is the agent of change, instances. So originally, there weren't instances. You just had open world, uh, playing a sky, open world, playing a hate. And if your, raid, if your guild wanted to do that, you either had to coordinate with other guilds or fight other guilds for that position. And... Therefore, there was as much loot to go around because not every raid was doing Plane of Hate uh, because it only spawned like once like once a week or however long it took to respawn. And so you didn't have opportunities to raid. So you didn't have the gear to raid. Um, so I think that's the big deal with how much easier the content is relatively, relatively easier. And there's still going to be some problems, but... Um, and I think that for me, it was really apparent. Like I said, the the one that really stood out to me was Omens of War Anguish. And I was just like, fuck, this is too easy. Right. But, uh, and I think now they're saying it's the other way around, like where the raids are too easy, but now grouping has become more challenging. And so um, it's kind of flipped where... Uh, it's that request. You're not allowed to have fun, no matter what you're doing. You can't right. group. You can't can't raid. Get over it. Yep. We'll we'll put mobs in Vexal with a hundred that uh five hundred thousand hit points. Good luck. Go ahead. Bye. <laughs> we got millions, man. But yeah, I remember. I remember when we raided as pals in Vexal. Um, you know, one fight would take what ten or fifteen minutes. And Stupid. It wasn't like a, but it wasn't anything challenging. Like it wasn't a challenge. It was just. It takes this amount of time. Yep. Um, I mean, I do remember doing that on Povar for live servers, and we uh, only did Vexthal, I think, once a month. 
because it was open world. There was no instance. And so we had to coordinate. And we, we were like, it was also Planes of Power. Planes of Power were out, was out. And um, we didn't do a whole lot with Planes of Power until like six months after it released because we were still we were still farming stuff in uh, Luckland. We were still farming SSRA. We were still farming Vexal. While the other guilds moved on to the next expansion, we were we were staying behind in the previous expansions, getting geared, so then we could start raiding um, Planes of Power. And so we were always we weren't a full expansion behind. We were always like half an expansion behind, if that makes sense. We always had to stay behind a little bit, and just because we had Triton on our server, probably the same thing that uh, Fires of Heaven did, and just farmed it because they knew they could out DPS everybody, and so you just you didn't bother trying to uh, try to compete them in the raid in the zones. You just if they were raiding, you just moved on and found something else to do. Right. Yep. So with but with Agents of Change, that's pretty much gone. There's a couple of open world stuff, um, but most of it has agent of change where they just kind of, I, I like the change. I don't like one guild um, taking all the content, but also, you know, if you're going to do that, you need to make the, the newer expansions, you need to make them a little tougher. I think they're just, people are saying, you know, we get expansions that come out once a year and we're beating them in like three months. So. Yeah, I like going through this content a little bit slower. It's nice. Yeah. All right. I think that's good for an episode. We're at like an hour and 15 minutes. People are probably getting tired of hearing our voice. Well, we're in 15 minutes, man. We're killing it. Yeah, we're doing good. You're like, what are we going to talk about? I was like, I got this. Yeah, I'm just... Ramble on for over an hour. Do you, you think that you think the zones back up by now? Uh, I believe so. Actually, I was on when I was looking at the thing. Did you read what they were fixing with the rolling restarts? No, let me know. Tell me now. Uh, it says uh, they're making changes to the adventurers perk AA, the merchant perk trade skill up display, and the Yixta riddle. I was like. Ooh. Way to go, uh, Aradun, fixing the Yixta riddle. I don't know what was wrong with it, but... Is it, they just said fixed it, but they didn't say what was wrong with it? It just says uh, chain, making changes. Huh. Yeah, because we talked about going there for Kara for a, a 30 AC AUG. She needs it. Yeah, it's a good one. It's an easy one. But if they made changes as riddles, is it good changes or bad changes? Maybe they made a change where, like, you could just not do it. <laughs> That's a good change. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. But all right. Uh, See, so check us out on uh, Linktree descriptions below. I think if we made it past these 20 episodes, you know where to find us. You know where to find us? Yeah. <laughs> find us on Discord. Join Discord. Say hi. Click the link in the description, bro. It's been quiet. Um, so I think that's part of us too, but we know, I think Snuck Norris said he's going to be playing again. Hopefully we'll see him on Mangler. But oh, yes, yeah. Snuck did say something. He's back. Yeah, he's back. But he can, uh, maybe he'll go back on Thornblade and report into us on the status of Thornblade. Because we don't know help. what's going on there. 
Maybe he'll come back to Bangalore and, and be a shaman. Yeah, what was the shaman's name? So you forgotten. We have forgotten, uh, Snook. So you need to come in and log in and say hi. It's the concussion, Snook. Come back. Yeah. And that goes for all of you. If you want to come by and say hi to us on Mangler, uh, feel free. You can come hang out with us and talk with us and and uh, maybe even level up and start raiding with pals. Like We could use some uh, some raiders. Don't do it. It's a bad idea. You get addicted <laughs> just like I am. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> all right. Ready for some outro music? Are you queued up and ready to go this time? Almost. Oh, my God. Should I am? Oh, that's a, a first? That didn't take that long. A second? Um, so, bye. All right. See you later, everybody. Bye. After music, go.